following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is going on, you guys? I'm your host, Stacey Cole Morgan. Thank you for listening to the Morgan Man Sports Podcast here on Spotify, Google Podcasts, GoodPod HQ, or wherever you find your preferred podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, today we are talking about the possibility of Nolan Smith headed to the Atlanta Falcons at the number eighth overall pick in this year's 2023 NFL Draft. What it means for the team if they do select Nolan Smith along with his background bio, according to NFL.com. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we are discussing rumors and a possibility of the Atlanta Face Squad in the Call of Duty League making a roster change after this Major Four tournament. Yes, I know, it's going to be surprising, but hear me out on it. But until then, let's go ahead and get straight into today's action. All right, guys, so the little bit of news that we have going in forward before we get into the main topics is but DeFree signing with the Atlanta Falcons under a one-year deal. Formerly got released by the Tennessee Titans, saving $9.35 million against the cap hit. And guys, let me tell you, this is a low-risk, high-reward kind of situation like it was with Jeff Okuda. Arthur Smith, even though Arthur Smith was on the offense, he still knows Bud Dupree from the Tennessee Titans, obviously. And, you know, they're going to have at least somewhat a little bit of chemistry together. So this is a great signing for the Atlanta Falcons, and this is just more defensive help that the Atlanta Falcons desperately need not only in the, the trenches that call in the defensive line, but also in in the secondary, middle and in secondary. You know, we're addressing problems everywhere, and I wouldn't be afraid to say that we're still going to be attacking the defense pretty heavily in this year's draft as well. So that was the news right there with Bud Dupree signing with the Atlanta Falcons. So let's go ahead and get straight into one of the main topics today, ladies and gentlemen, and that's Nolan Smith to the Atlanta Falcons. So Nolan Smith is projected to go number eighth overall to the Atlanta Falcons by Mel Kuyper from ESPN and other media outlets like, you know, PFF Fantasy, just CBS Sports, all of them. So going to the NFL.com slash prospects slash Nolan Smith, of course, I'll link his stats and everything from the NFL.com in the description below for you guys to check that out. Overall, his prospect grade is a 6.33, and that means he will eventually be a plus starter. NFL Next Gen Stats gives him an 80 out of 100, so that is a good score. Height 6'2", weight 238 pounds, arm is 32'5", and hand is 9 inches. So that is pretty dang amazing right there for the edge rusher, Noah Smith, coming out of the University of Georgia. His production score got a 78 athleticism score, got an 85, and total score is just an 80, ranked sixth best in the combine records. Combine results, his 40-yard dash was a 4.39, really great for an edge rusher. That is really fast. 10-yard splits, 1.5. Vertical jump is a 41.5, and, and broad jump is 10.8. 10 inches, 8 whatever, however you measure that. I'm not really good on the measurement side of things. So the strengths for Nolan Smith uh, plays with a team first mindset and toughness, attacks building blocks first with hands to separate and stay ready, rare point of attack leverage strength for his size, cuts a tight, efficient track 
to the ball in pursuit, potential to become a bend and flatten rusher, agility for more creative edge-to-edge attacks in the future. However, his weaknesses are slender through the waist and hips with a need for more mass, unable to generate speed to power conversion. Rush plan can be montuous, if I'm pronouncing this right, and lacking counters. Squad up punch for tackle and drill his pass rush. Unable to control block and shed quickly. Exerts excessive strain to battle tackles at the point of attack and very average pursuit speed for a smaller player. Sources tell us, and I quote, you worry about him holding up for 17 games with his size. I'm not worried about his toughness, but I just don't know if he could carry more weight without it slowing him down. End quote. That is from national scale of an NFC team. And of course, like I mentioned earlier, he gets a 6.33, and that is ranking really high. I mean, it's one, two, three, four. It's about four four ranks lower will eventually be a plus starter, just meaning that he's going to be a starter, obviously. But at the same time, he's not just going to be like that explosive starter, like a Chase Young for the Washington Commanders or someone like that. So looking at Nolan Smith, this is obviously going to be the projected pick for the Atlanta Falcons, no doubtably, unless, of course, like, if my fantasy world comes true and we pick up Will Anderson Jr. from Alabama, Nolan Smith is still going to be a great prospect. And this is why. And it all comes down to his ability to help others on the field. Meaning, whenever he was injured and couldn't play in the national championship game, he was able to be on the sidelines coaching these players, saying, okay, this is from, from what I'm seeing of what you're doing. You need to come in, you know, like, at a certain angle this way and attack at certain points of this way, you know, just being able to coach other players up and help them understand the game. And that's going to be a huge factor. You know, not only is Nolan Smith going to be able to learn from his own mistakes, but also he's going to be able to help others while he's sidelined, like resting or, you know, being benched, whatever. He's going to be able to coach other players up. He's going to be a great team leader on the edge position for the Atlanta Falcons. And that's what the Falcons desperately need. It's someone who's going to be coachable and also who's going to be able to get at the quarterback and cause some havoc on that uh, offensive line for the other team. Noel Smith definitely is going to be a great prospect for the Atlanta Falcons. But like I said, it's just a 6.33, you know, will be a starter, but a plus starter is what's going to be, up in the air so either way they're still gonna be great picks if we do land will anderson jr or nolan smith today's episode is sponsored by mauler bros golf we all want to look good on the golf course but it often comes at the expense of feeling good mauler bros golf has polos that look good and feel good with their lightweight stretching material that hugs your body you will feel good while looking just as cool their polos are guaranteed to make you look better, but it's up to you to golf better. On a hot summer day on the golf course, there's no polo that you would rather wear than Mauler Bros Golf Signature Polos. Mauler Bros Golf has a large catalog of polos with designs for those who want a loud design and others for those who want a subtle and sleek design. They also have fun t-shirts, hats, tumblers, and so much more 
to make your golfing experience better. Use promo code BELLYUP at Mollabros for 15% off. Don't wait to try out your new favorite golf apparel. Upgrade your golf attire with Mollabros. Get 15% off at Mollabros.com. That is Mollabros.com. M A H L E R Bros.com with promo code BELLYUP. That's 15% off at Mollabros.com with the code BELLYUP. Turn heads on the course wherever you wear Mollabros polos. Mollabros. Look good, feel good, feel good, play good. But now, looking forward to the next topic right here, ladies and gentlemen. Now, this right here is... I've only seen one person post this on a uh, Facebook group chat. And that is talking about the Atlanta Fags making a roster change after this Major Four tournament. So you're sitting here thinking, well, who in the world could possibly, you know, go to Atlanta right now, this late in the season? Well, that's a good question. And there's there's one guy that I know in particular, and that's Attach, that could possibly come in and replace Slasher. Slasher is just not living up to his potential, I thought, that he was going to live up to early in the season yes we did win the major two tournament but that was early now we're at a stage where you either suck or you're great and the atlanta face squad we kind of i hate to say it, we kind of suck right now we really do i mean yeah we're winning very few games but but the games that we are winning is a 3-2 victory they're so close and it's all coming down to the wire. We're not the Atlanta phase from Black Ops Cold War. Where we just totally obliterated teams from start to finish. No, we're we're just we're kinda like the the optic of the Black Ops Cold War season. Seriously, like we, we had a we have a few great matches, but then we lose a lot. And that's what Optic was back whenever it was Black Ops Cold War to where now Optic now is like the Atlanta phase of the Black Ops Cold War. They're totally obliterating teams. They're winning 3-1s, 3-0s. There's no close matches for Optic. And and for again, for phase, it's 3-2s. They're very close. You're not winning your hard points. By all means, you are not winning no hard points. Now, of course, I know you got that one victory over Seattle Surge, well, for map one, you know, like two, I think it was 250 to 75, if I'm not mistaken, this past weekend. But still, they came back and, you know, or no, that was, uh, that was, I guess, another team I'm thinking of. But no, Seattle, they beat us 3-0 this past weekend. And now you're looking at the situation of, does Atlanta phase need to make a roster change? And I think they do. I think it's need to be slasher who needs to be gone. Stellium is still putting up Stellium numbers. Abizi has shown that he is still a part of this team. He is totally dominating the scene at the SMG position. Simp, he's he's being simp. He is he is one of the greatest players. So you're not getting rid of the tiny terrors and you're not getting rid of Selium. 
who is the god of snaking and for anybody that is going to complain about selling snaking look at your look at your team who's snaking on your team and then you're like oh, oh okay well he can do it all day if he wants to but no not sell him why it's because the atlanta phase has more success than all these other teams combined in the call of duty league hell even more so than optic so i don't want to hear the the phrase oh well phase is cheating because they're snaking well look at your team there is at least one player on your team that is snaking trying to get an advantage over the enemy but going back on track right here um yes it, it has to be slasher who needs to be gone slasher needs to be gone after this major right here now if they win the major four by all means keep the team keep the team like it is but if if you lose like on saturday early saturday and losers bracket i i tell slasher pack your bags buddy you're, you're out of here you're not thanos like you're claiming to be on twitter and then that's where I believe we need to get attached. We need to get attached and build around him, build a certain game style around him that is going to make us win hard points, win some controls. And the SD is falling apart. I've noticed that too. The SD is really falling apart for this Atlanta Fate squad. Yes, they're still winning some SDs, but teams are catching on to their play style. And something needs to change quick. Because if not, FaZe is going to get continuous 3-0'd by other teams. Not just Seattle, but by Optic, LA Thieves, Toronto Ultra, you know, you name it. They're going to get 3-0'd. And they're not just going to be good at any game mode no more. So something needs to change. And if you still even suck with uh, Attach, I think it would be time for James Crowder to go. Could be. It could be time for James Crowder to uh, to leave the organization and say, all right, we need a new head coach that's going to be aggressive in hard points, be super aggressive in controls. And for our S&D, I think we still need to keep Tupac. Our ex-Tupac, however, whatever his name is. Still need to keep him because the S&D game is, like I said, it's still there. Teams are slowly catching on, but I think Tupac can definitely, you know, flip the script and say, all right, this is now our new games that will go forward, and we might go on like a 20 win streak in S&D. But for James Crowder, again, if you get attached, release Slasher, and you still suck, and you place, let's just say at the end of the year at COD Champs, like top five, but at rank five, James, man, I'm, I... We love you. Thank you for the first ring of Black Ops Cold War, but it's time, it's time for you to go, dude. That would be my situation moving forward with the Atlanta Phase organization. But for right now, yes, it is time to make a, a roster change during this season. Atlanta Phase has never done this out of since the inaugural season for Modern Warfare. They have never done this. So this would be a first for the organization moving forward. And I believe it should be attached coming in on Slasher's behalf. 
So guys, what do you think? Do you think the Atlanta phase needs to make that roster change? And also for the Atlanta Falcon side of things, do you think Nolan Smith will be our number eighth overall pick? Or do you think it would be Will Anderson Jr.? Like I hope it should be. Or do you think it's going to be someone totally opposite and different from all these mock drafts and expert picks and analysts? Who do you think the Falcons should be picking at number eight? So those are the two questions I need you to answer for today's podcast. But ladies and gentlemen, that is all the time I have for today's episode. I sure hope you did enjoy. If you did, make sure to like button here on YouTube. Follow me on Spotify. Give me a five-star rating. Really does help out the podcast. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, I, Morgan, will catch you all later. Peace. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here.